So hello everyone and welcome back to the Lift with Eva podcast. So this podcast is on a slightly different topic I guess, it's not training or nutrition per se. It's on winter motivation and the idea of starting in January. So it's kind of two separate topics but I think they do kind of interlink. And I want to address it because it's been mentioned by a few of my clients like not really feeling as motivated in winter or even just anticipating they're not going to feel as motivated. And it's been popping up in my question box. I've seen it on other coaches' question boxes as well. So we're going to talk about staying motivated over winter, my thoughts on it, and the idea of I'll start in January. I say with my hand doing air quotes. So I'm going to address the winter motivation thing first, because obviously we are like fully in winter now in Canada and the UK. So I'm going to say that although I know that it is harder in winter, I think it's a bit mad to just anticipate giving up or not being as consistent or starting to drop the ball a little bit. Um, If I were you guys, which, you know, I am, I still train in winter, I don't always find training easy, even though it's my job. I'm just going into winter like full steam ahead. The expectation that everything is going to continue on as normal because why wouldn't it? Like my goals are exactly the same. They've not changed. My capabilities of performing, training and hitting my nutrition are exactly the same. Nothing has changed there. So I can't really fathom the idea that we're going into winter with a presumption that we're going to struggle. You know, it happens every single year. We're going to have a winter every year of our lives probably. So are we going to stop doing something so important just because it's cold and dark and probably rainy? Hopefully not. And you know, if you've got to the point in your health, your fitness, your training, your lifting, whatever it is that you work on over spring and summer, and you've made really good strides with it, you're months ahead of where you were back then, obviously, you've made really great progress, you've done the hardest bit already, you've built the habits, you've built confidence in the gym, you've broken habits of a lifetime potentially, and now that's going to slide because we're going to winter. If that is the case, you're going to do a massive, massive disservice to yourself, and the only person that's really harming is you. And if you are letting yourself slip up in winter, you're just slipping into that yo-yoing cycle of starting then giving up, starting with it's convenient, giving up when it gets a bit harder. And our health and fitness is is something that we should be working on all year round. And if this is you, and if you have fallen into these habits or this cycle, whether it's because of winter or not, just starting and giving up, you're always going to find fitness hard or think it's hard in your head because you're going to be always doing the same thing and going through the hardest bit over and over again. You're not ever letting yourself get into a real rhythm with it. You're not allowing yourself to, well, for it to become a solidified habit where you don't even really question whether you go or not. And that's not to say there won't be times where you do have to kind of push yourself. I know I do. I'm looking at the rain right now. I have a 40 minute walk to the gym and I don't really want to go, but I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to put my raincoat on. So there's still going to be times that you don't feel like it, but it does become so much more of a habit. Like, I know I'm going to go outside and walk in the rain because it's just not a question that I'm not. And I also know that if I didn't, it'll get to 8, 9, 10 p.m. tonight and I'm going to kick myself for not going and know I then have to play catch up because I don't want to miss a session each week. I don't want to get into the habit of each week I'm slowly ticking fewer and fewer boxes. And what is the alternative? We stay at home longer, we sit and watch more TV, we scroll for even more hours on our phones. Like, what is the alternative? And like I said, it should be something we work on year in, year throughout every single season. Because if you don't use your fitness, if you don't focus on your health, you really do use it. And that is something I am becoming more and more aware of, not because I'm getting older, but just because I'm starting to pay more attention to things that matter outside of just what we look like and our physique. And even outside of confidence levels as well, I want to train, even if I'm confident or not, 
because I know it'll pay off for my future self. With that being in mind though, I obviously know it is a little bit harder to get to the gym, especially if you're an early morning or late night trainer, it is cold and it is dark. So there's a few things that I am going to keep in mind and I've been feeding back to my clients. First thing is, imagine how good it will feel next spring and next summer if you don't stop in the winter or if you don't let your consistency break or your consistency streaks break. It will feel so much easier and you won't have to start all over again. You're not going to get to January and feel like you're new in the gym. You're not going to get to spring and summer panicking about how you're going to feel on holiday. Do you need to do a panic diet before you go on your summer break? Like how common is that? It's obviously not something I promote in any way, but so many people will have these sparks of motivation in January, before their summer holidays, after their summer holidays and they come back not feeling very good and then they wait till January again. So there's these little pockets of motivation, whereas if you just trained all year round, you wouldn't feel like that. I don't think, you know, training all year round isn't a promise that you're always going to feel super body confident and feel amazing yourself, but it certainly does help and you don't have these dips in your motivation or dips in your health and fitness. So I think that is something to really consider. Like, is your future self going to thank you for it or are they going to absolutely kick you for it? And, you know, strong, resilient bodies are not just built when the weather is good. They are built all year round. The people that you look up to, for whatever reason, are people that are training all year round. They're people that take it seriously and they work hard towards it. They are disciplined and that is something we need. I know everyone says it, and I used to really hate this phrase, but you can't just rely on motivation. You have to also rely on discipline. And I find it such an annoying phrase, but like it is true. And I try to avoid saying it as much as I can, but it's true. One thing I do completely understand is it is darker. And as a woman, that of course does mean we don't feel as safe. So in that regard, what adjustments can you make to your training? You don't necessarily need to give things up, but what adjustments can you make? If you have a nine to five, can you walk for maybe 15 minutes in the morning and on your lunch break? Can you fit a lunch break, sorry, a gym session into your lunch break? If you have a gym at your work or near your work, if you train from home as well, do you have flexible working hours where you can rejig your working day slightly so you can still work towards these things? Or if you do have to go at night, can you just go straight from work when it's still pretty busy out and there's still streetlights? Don't let yourself go home and say, I'm going to go home, get changed, and eat my dinner, then I'll go to the gym, because we all know that just doesn't happen. Or can you convince your friend or your partner to start training with you if you don't feel safe where you live, if it's not busy? There are the things I'd be thinking about. I wouldn't be even leaving the door open for you to start skipping sessions. The minute we start making, I guess, allowances for it, when it's not down to like an injury or a legitimate reason, the the more and more it's going to happen. It is a slippery slope. So that is my thoughts on winter. And the other thing I want to say is, this is a conversation I've had with my client, Sarah, because she picked up running and she's worried about kind of getting outside and running. And I, running is definitely harder in winter than training. And like a really simple thing is just like buy the kit for it. Something I've really noticed in Canada compared to England is despite England being cold every single year, no one actually dresses for it. No one preps for it. We complain about it every year. Whereas here, people actually have the kit and like, they're not dressing for aesthetics, they're dressing to be warm and dry. And it honestly does make such a difference. If you have the finances for it, it doesn't have to be expensive, just buy yourself some slightly better kit. You can buy a waterproof trainers or a waterproof jacket, a thermal headband, all these little things, some gloves. It's just going to make it so much more bearable. And yeah, that is my little way of giving you a kick up the bum to keep training during winter. And just before we move on to the start in January crowd, one thing I have been doing, or I do not just in winter, but I think it is helpful in winter, is like when you catch yourself talking yourself out of something, 
literally stop your thoughts dead, count down from five, five, four, three, two, one, go. Just go and do the thing. For me, it's not so much training, it's more like when I'm working from home, I'm sat upstairs, I will not drink any water simply because I'm too lazy to walk downstairs and get it. So when I realise I'm thirsty, I just don't even think about it, I get up and go. I know that's such a tiny thing, but it's something I'm really bad at. So that is my kind of little tip and trick that I use. It's applicable all year round, maybe especially in the mornings now that it's getting cold. We just need to not even think about it, we just need to get up and do it. Okay, then we have the starting January crowd. And I think these link in because they both have this assumption that there's not always a good time or there's always a better time to like motivate yourself or start working on your health and fitness. And that isn't. Like December is, you know, genuinely a busy time for people. But again, it happens every year. And when isn't busy? Because we put it off till January and then we have Valentine's Day, we have Easter, we have the summer holidays. Depending on where you are, you might have things like Thanksgiving in the autumn. And then it's Christmas all over again. You've got Christmas nights out going from November. You have birthdays. There is so much all year round. And December is usually slightly busier, but when is it a good time? And if you are putting things off until January because it's quieter, there's this presumption that it's going to stop when you get busier again. And obviously that's not how health and fitness works. We need to be working all year round, especially if you have goals that you want to hit. And as a coach, we really do see this. It's not uncommon to see the same names inquiring about coaching or signing up to a gym again. They'll inquire, six months go by, the name, the same name crops up, another six months go by, and the same name crops up again back in January. Usually it's January to January with maybe uh, an inquiry in the middle. And people don't commit because they think there's a better time. They put it off, they're not actioning it, but then they're absolutely no close to their goals. In some ways, they're even further behind. And sometimes you just need to bite the bullet and stop telling yourself you'll start when because that really never is a good time. And I actually think starting when you're busy can work really well for, well for some people because if you start when you're busy, you're, st- you're starting at the hardest part, which sounds counterintuitive, but if you can start then, if you can learn to navigate these social situations, if you can learn how to incorporate social events into your life, you're really mastering a really key habit. And that's not a bad thing. And then it can only get easier from there. So if you are someone who makes these new year promises and it gets to January each year and you say you're going to commit to yourself, then you're the type of person who should be starting now. Because by the time January comes, you can either have, you know, seven, eight weeks of progress or you can start in January. And the same thing is probably going to happen where you have about three weeks of feeling really, really motivated and then it wears off and then you're back to square one. And that's not to say it will be you if you're this person that is waiting. Some people obviously do stick to it, but it's more common that it is the opposite that people start in January by February March time they've quit again I think it's part of the mindset of just presuming they'll feel really motivated to start in January because December's too busy and now's not a good time but what makes January a good time you know I think it's a mindset thing more than anything and actually December and November are a great time because gyms are getting quieter if you're someone who's not that confident it's such a good time to start learning how to navigate the gym then by the time January comes around and it is crazy crazy busy you're in a really good spot to feel way more motivated and not just motivated but have started to develop some of the habit and the discipline that will actually keep you going and like I said with the whole you could have seven to eight weeks progress by the time you hit January it's the same for people who are thinking that winter's gonna affect their consistency and affect their progress if that is you and that started to happen you need to catch it quick because by the time summer rolls around you could have another six months of progress under your belt and imagine how good that will feel rather than the opposite getting back to summertime and feeling like you're back to square one, or feeling like you're back to a beginning again, or it just feels like a battle. Don't let that be you. 
And my one tip for all of this is that you need to be accountable. So many people struggle to keep themselves accountable. It's not a skill they've developed yet. So they need external accountability. That might be from a friend, a partner or a coach. And if it is feasible for you, I would definitely recommend considering coaching. So many people see it as a cost rather than an investment. But you know, a cost, you get nothing back. Investment, you get a big return on it. And coaching is something you do get a big return on. I think a lot of people go into it thinking it's just a temporary training plan, but it's actually a lot of education and knowledge that you will carry forward forever. And it could just be what you need to actually get you kick-started and then sticking with it. So I'm going to leave you there. That's something that I think everyone should think about. And I myself have done this plenty of times in the past. I am a coach because I've had great coaches that inspired me. Um, so yeah, that is my thoughts on winter motivation and starting in January. Next week, the podcast will be back to more specifics around training and nutrition. So I hope you stick around for that.